Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. In Luke chapter 19 verse 47, And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. Verse 5, And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house and he made haste and came down and received him joyfully verse 7 and when they saw it they all murmured saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner I want to exhort you briefly on intervention please have your seat briefly the story of Zacchaeus is a very interesting one He's a man with great impairment and yet has a great life shrouded in a lot of controversy. The people of the area knew him, but he had a burning desire in his heart that made him to want an encounter from the Lord Jesus Christ. When Jesus tilted into his domain, the man decided that he was not going to let that opportunity go. What does it take for a man to secure divine intervention when they have a vacuum or a need in their heart what really does it take for a man to have a touch from the lord when you are seeking for the holy spirit to do something in your life what kind of approach should you have to gain that mastery or achieve that goal of divine intervention. One of the first things we need to notice from Zacchaeus was that Zacchaeus was desperate. The man was desperate. He was a desperate man. He needed the attention and the touch of Jesus at all cost. You see, the thing with intervention is that you can't come to God with a passive mind. You can't come to God with a nominal heart. You can't come to God as if you are a man and a woman amongst your own people. God is not your people. <laughs> God is our Lord. Jesus is our Lord and Savior. We depend on him. He doesn't depend on us. And because we depend on him and he doesn't depend on us, we must be desperate for him. Especially when you are trusting him to do something unique in your life. And most of the time, our head and our heart are not congruent. Your head is in one place, your heart is in another place, and your actions are also in another place. So there must be that congruity of your head, heart, and action for you to express the kind of value you place on what you are believing God to receive. That's simply the definition of desperation. Desperation is 
your own assessment of the value of what you are looking for. If that assessment is low, you'll be nominal, you'll be passive. If that assessment is very high, to the point where you feel like your life depends on it, all or none, I get it or I'm doomed, then you get into the realm of what is called desperation. It doesn't always have to be negative because there's positive desperation that pushes you like the psalmist said that as the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul longs after. Are you here at all? You, you need to come to God with a testy heart, with a desperate heart, with a heart full of expectation and you are positive in the presence of God knowing that I must touch him for him to touch me. Number two, Zacchaeus was determined. To secure intervention, you have to be a determined person. Zacchaeus came to seek. And he went beyond being it, the, the, the atmosphere that he created for himself made the whole situation go beyond another event in town. Jesus was in town, but Zacchaeus came to seek. Others came to gather around Jesus. He didn't come to gather. There's a difference between a gathering and then seekers. <laughs> he came to seek. Seeking is purposeful. Seeking is visionary. Gathering, you can gather for fun. You can gather for fanfare. But life is not a fanfare. Bishop Oedipo says that life is warfare. So it is a very dangerous thing when you are in warfare and you feel like it's fanfare. This guy came and he was seeking. He was not seeking for anyone. He was seeking for the Lord Jesus Christ. He knew what he wanted and he was determined. It was the same attitude the woman with the issue of blood also had. She heard that Jesus was somewhere. She had a lot of barriers. She had a lot of challenges. But she said to herself, if I may but touch the hem of his garment... I will be made whole. And she had to go through a barrier. First of all, his own internal struggles. You see, when we talk about determination, we are not talking about external barriers trying to block you from getting somewhere. We are talking about inner tenacity. We are talking about inner resolve, personal resolve, overcoming your internal barriers and internal challenges. Because really, the battle we face, the first battle we face, is not even the battle of the devil. Paul said, oh, how wretched I am. The things that I want to do, I'm not able to do. But the things that I don't want to do, those are the things that I have proclivity in doing. So, for you to be able to go to the next level, you must overcome the things that you want to do that you are not able to do. It is called determination. What is it called? And if you don't have this personal determination, nobody can motivate you from external place. You need to get to that point where you conceptualize that this thing is important for my existence. It's important for my next level. And I'm determined to overcome every internal structure, every internal barrier, or else phlegmatics will never achieve anything and you will just meet what has been written about you in the books. But if you are determined... At some point in time, you will set your flag aside and move like somebody who is a melancholic, who is whatever you can call the other people, move like a, 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 an excavator or a, a gracia kadusha lakapata. Because you have gotten to that point where you say that nothing is beating me down, nothing is stopping me. It's determination. 
It is determination that makes you see an atmosphere for a miracle and you don't allow it to pass as just another event. Like the service that we have come. You should be very determined that today I'm living here with my intervention. Come on now. Say I'm living here with my intervention. Number three, Zacchaeus was not ready to let go of that opportunity. He was not ready to let go of that opportunity. He was determined to see God. He was determined to see the Lord Jesus Christ. So this man, he had goals. He had opportunities. He had, he had a set vision. And he was ready to fight to grasp the opportunity that was set before him. He was not ready to let go of that opportunity. The Bible talks about a man who was lying by a pool. And once a while in a year, an angel will come and stir the water. And then one person who jumped in first was healed. And for many years, he lost the opportunity to jump in first. But on that particular day, when Jesus approached him, he was determined that he was not going to let that opportunity go. He stopped all his blabbing and went into the main thing. You see, for you to grasp an opportunity in an atmosphere of miracle, you need to minimize your vision for SSS. You need to close your eyes to distractions. Somebody say diversions. Distractions. So many things may be distracting you in a place where it is also an atmosphere for miracles. The dress of people. Some of the things you really like. The perfume of people. The, the marriages of people. You are in a space and the testimonies of people can even distract you rather than building faith in you. So many other things can happen. Are you here at all? Emptiness. Fullness. So many things can distract you. But you must be determined that Today is a day of opportunity and I'm not letting the opportunity go. Because every now and then God gives us opportunities. And you must grab it every day. The Bible says that daily he loads us with benefit. That means that every day is a day of encounter. Every day is a day of intervention. And as we are in the service, I know that God is throwing an opportunity before someone. And I'm praying that you grab it before you live here in Jesus' name. So the man came, he achieved the goal because he was desperate and he was determined. You must achieve the goal for your desperation and determination. In doing so, what should you do? You must put aside your limitation. What should you do? I can't hear you. Tell somebody to put aside your limitation. If you want to see an encounter, you have to put aside your limitation if you will grasp all the opportunities. When I say that, what do I mean? Zacchaeus was of a little stature compared to all the tall people in the crowd who were blocking him from seeing the master. He was a short man. Possibly he was a midget. He was dwarfy. He was vertically impaired. All the things you can use to describe a man who doesn't have height. That was who he was. The crowd as a block were impairing his vision from seeing where his target was. Taller individuals who were presumably ahead of him were also blocking him from having a clear vision of Jesus Christ. He had to really imagine, conceptualize, and lock it in his head 
that with all the limitations that I have for the stature that I have, there is still a way out for me. <laughs> Are you here at all? Don't come sit here this morning and look at me. Look, you got <laughs> you to gotta respond in faith. Are you here with me? <laughs> it's too powerful. He was a man of a little stature and yet he was able to navigate and scale through the tall crowd that was blocking him from seeing the master. You have to get over your limitation. Every individual, no matter who you are, you have a limitation. Number two, Zacchaeus, in getting over his limitation, Zacchaeus climbed the tree to reach his goal. He climbed the tree. And what it means is that you have to put aside your limitations to encounter the person and the power of God. If you have to climb a tree this morning, figuratively, if you have to climb a tree, you need to climb a tree. That is, you need to do all that it ha- you have to do to make sure that you secure the encounter. Blind Bartimaeus, he was shouting. They were shutting him up. He was still shouting. He had to climb that tree of shouting through the crowd. Shouting through the contestation of the many voices that were trying to shut him down. And Jesus heard his voice. You see, it doesn't take just you sitting and God loving you to come to you to do things for you. Whatever he wants to do has been done. The rest is is depending on your moves. And Zacchaeus saw that in that moment where there was opportunity, what he really needed to do was to find a way. Find a way to meet the master. Find a way to secure the attention of the master. To see, to achieve his goal. So he climbed the tree. I don't know what kind of tree you may have to climb, but you need to get to that faith channel and begin to climb the channel of faith that how to set aside this my bogus faith that sometimes make me know that or make me think that the thing is not going to happen it makes me feel like um, I'm done, I have to give up it makes me feel like every effort that I've made has no yielded result, you need to set it aside yesterday does not belong to today you need to find a tree of faith today and climb that tree you need to find that tree of consistency where you will be there every day. You'll be there. You see, one of the things that really, really amazes me about the story of the poor Lazarus who died. The, I think it's called poor Lazarus, right? And the rich man was the fact that when the account was being made of him, the Bible says that and he, the rich man was told that the poor man Lazarus who came to your door every day On a daily basis, he was there looking for the leftover food. Every day, he was there. Consistency. Consistent. The Bible rewards it. You you cannot bring your normal self, your natural self, you know, and, and think that anytime you appear, God should stop everything and attend to you. That's that's high wisdom. That that's that is that is you thinking that like you are the only reason why God exists. I mean, there are people with more pressing issues and they are before God. And the good news is that God doesn't look at one person's issue to either deny you or give you some things. But you should have faith enough to respect the presence and the person of God. To say that I don't just become transactionary with God. God is more relational than transactional. And so when I need something, I appear before him and he has to stop everything and do, do it for me. Who are you? 
He has been looking for you the whole week. Nowhere to be found. Then you appear now. There are some people, once they call me, once, I know the third call, something is following. It's normal. They are transactional. And they are positioning themselves so. So, the time I also become transactional, you see that the relationship will not work because human beings are not supposed to be transactional. They are supposed to be relational. And some people never have consistency. But they know where to go to get what they want because in their mind, once I have money, I can buy from fast food. So when money fails, and in prayer, money fails. In seeking divine intervention, money fails. What really works is your faith. Your currency is your faith. He said, go. He said, go buy without money. Go buy without money. So it, it is important for you to get to that point where you move from your transactional nature into a relational nature or a relational status with God. Are you here with me? Yeah, so that you begin to climb the tree because you know that, hey, if he doesn't intervene, I'm doomed. If he doesn't do it for me, I'm done. So every day you culture yourself to entertain his presence so that when you have need, sometimes it is not needful to tell him, but he will see your need and perform it. Is God talking to somebody now? It's important that children of God become children of God and people of God become people of God. Look, throughout the Bible, Elijah knew that he had a relationship with God. When the matter arose, he said, don't worry. He went to God. The relationship was already there. He went and he didn't pray. He went to speak to God. God, let them know that you are the one who sent me. It's not a prayer. He was just speaking to him that I didn't come here by myself. You sent me. It precludes that he had had a relationship with him long before he appeared in that um, battlefield of uh, contestation with the Baal prophet. Is God talking to somebody. Moses told the people, Abiram and all those fake people in the camp that this misbehavior you are having, we will see who God called. And who called himself? He knew the relationship he had with God. You and I, we cannot enter into our secret place knowing that we have already built a certain level of frequency of relationship with the Lord. Anytime you get there, you are starting afresh. Every time you get there, it's like, because there is no consistency. There's no consistency. Every time when you go there, you have to wrap God again into having some kind of attention towards you. Boy, oh boy. Tell somebody, you need that consistency. You need it. You need it. You need it. So when you stand there, you say that if I'm a man of God, if I'm a child of God, if I'm a daughter of God, he knows you, you know him. Let fire fall. And the fire will be falling. Without any pull or push. Is God talking to somebody here? Intervention. What am I talking about? I can't hear you. What am I talking about? I was determined that I would stay within the short time. It's an exhortation. Intervention. The last point I want to say is that the sycamore tree or the sycamore tree was a rough and crooked tree. It was a rough and crooked tree. That means that climbing the tree, he may have hurt himself climbing the tree, but he was determined. 
Jacob, in pursuing God for the change of his, his, his story, the change of his name, the change of his whatever happened to him on that day where he really inculcated and incorporated the blessing into his movement. The Bible said, he went to the presence of God walking straight. But when he was returning, he had his tie torn from an encounter with the angel of the Lord. Boy, oh boy. With a crooked tree like the sycamore tree, you have to get to that point where your flesh dies. Your skin dies. You have to have a determination and a faith that is unquenchable, unquestionable, un, you, unshakable. It's a faith that is steadfast. That if I will hurt myself in the presence of God, in fasting, in seeking for the Lord, for this intervention, you know, when you hurt yourself for God, you are not injured. You are just blessed. Are you here at all? Because with God, you can, you can walk straight to him and return with a blessing limping. But that limp is a jump into the next level. Many people want to look smooth and have divine intervention. It doesn't happen that way. That's why people go to the graveyard serving the devil, sleeping in graves. Because inside the grave is different from your orthopedic mattress. He is killing the flesh and the soul to secure something supernatural. You and I, we have to get deep out. And we have to get serious with God. You wake up Saturday morning like a, like a bulldozer. That, that has been started from dawn. You don't care about the desert prizes. You are coming like caterpillar. Whenever I'm sleeping, I wake up in before I look at my environment. If I would die, God forbid, let my last tongues rise to the heavens before my eyes open. Are you here at all? Crooked tree, hateful tree. That means that in the atmosphere of miracle, people may even hurt you. Things may hurt you. You may be offended, but all those things, you have to use them as a ladder to climb. You don't use the offense to check out. You don't use the hurt to check out. You don't use the element to hurt. Use that. Let the, let the hurt facilitate your rising. Your elevation. Your promotion. Most of the time for God to. God creates an opportunity for people to rise. And he distorts the atmosphere. You see that the same place where Peter caught nothing. Where he was embarrassed by the. The, the women that came to buy fish is the same place and situation he used to elevate him and glorify him. If you always want to run away from shame and imaginary reproach, because sometimes the shame is not physically there, it's a perception. Sometimes it's in your mind. It's God talking to somebody now. Sometimes you can see everybody looking at you in a certain way and we have not even thought about that. Some of us have been praying that we will come and dance with you here for your testimony. But in your mind, everybody is looking at you from one kind way. That's why I like to be quiet. I like to be quiet. I don't like to talk. If you want your mind to run, let it run. 
I'm not going to stop your mind from running. I'm not, no, I'll, I'll be quiet if you want. There is something called wandering. And it's a curse. Cain was a wanderer because he had a curse. I'm not a wanderer. Don't be a wanderer. If I want to tell you something, I will tell you. I'm not happy with you straight. I'm not hiding this thing for anything. If people want to tell you, they will tell you. If they are not telling you, live your life for God. Are you here at all? Yeah. And live, let people think what they think. Why? Don't you also think what you think? And you have the right to think what you think. You know, so that they don't have the right to think what they think. You can't stop people from their opinions. But the opinions of people, they are not the opinions of God. It doesn't change anything. Are you here at all? In fact, you will find out that the people were not happy in the verse 7 about what the encounter that Zacchaeus had. And the Bible said that they murmured. The people murmured, saying that he was going to be guest with a man that is a sinner. But guess what? Regardless of their displeasure, they couldn't stop the move of God. They were not happy with Zacchaeus, but they couldn't stop Jesus from going there. I'm telling you that you have to get to that point where you know that you are not living your life for any man. You are living your life for God, and it's God that matters, and your desperation and your faith is towards God, it's not towards any man. And guess what? The spirit you need to really use in the moment where you are pushing through is that you must joyfully receive Jesus into your home. The Bible says that, and Zacchaeus joyfully Yes, verse 6. Joyfully received Jesus and he made haste and came down and received him what? Joyfully. If you will have joy in the midst of your vicissitude, eh, the encounter will be real. The encounter will be what? Real. Some people cannot go beyond their sadness to receive the joy of the miracle worker and the yoke breaker. So, you know, because you can't receive Jesus in sadness. Anybody that tried to receive Jesus in sadness, Jesus asked them a question. Yes. When blind Bartimaeus was screaming, Jesus got there, he said, do you want to be healed? It's a question. The man who was staying by the, by the pool, he was sad for 38 years. Because of a sudden, when Jesus said, would you, be, would you, would you want to be healed? It, it's quite, all the, the man with withered, he just said, would you? But the people who met him with joy, Kaladu Zapaya, a man told Jesus, he says, I help my own belief. <laughs> Jesus said, when you impose this trust in, with, with joy, setting aside your condition of sadness, da 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 da. I would dribble and do something. Are you here at all? You know, a child of God must always have joy. That is the, the, the way to stir the anointing. That's why I don't like people. When I see people who frown, when I see people who are morose, people when I can see that you are always in your thought, deep in your but I'm praying that regardless of the sickness, the unemployment, regardless of whatever is embarrassing you, you will still receive this miracle worker with what? Joy. Because you know that receiving him means that you have received a full package. So he came down. Boy, oh boy. Happily receiving him. When you are coming for this morning flavor, don't say that I have cancer. You'll be working, sir, 30 days before one day they'll pay you. And you keep going, sir, without pay. Yes, but every day your wages are piling. 
So keep coming, sir. Yes, you add transportation costs. Because some of you, grandpa, you pay more cost going to work than you are rewarded at the end of the month. And you still go. But you are just convincing yourself that to kill boredom and to cover your shame. You, you, you have added money to the employer to employ you. Even the salary can delay for three months. Pastor said two, so I have to add one more month to it. For three months. You, you still be going and telling yourself that I have back pay. So this one now you are praying. <laughs> Stand to your feet. Come on now. I want you to thank the Lord for the word you have heard. Tell the Lord, my faith is spared. My faith is stirred and motivated. My faith is, is boosted, Kelosa, in you, Lord. I believe in you, Kanusa Litakaya, Indalabasunda Lakataya, Jekwali Kapa Saluda, E Kado Sapre Kapa. Lord, I have come today. I have come this moment. I have come and do la to say to Kalisa Pradiga. E tatalu saperu zakrea. E tolabadu sakila tosa. And talabadu celebre. E zula garazo la brada gradaza. Shakwalida baradosa. And telele lelese. Kadabahasada la bahakala bahasa. Kalabanda la bandele kalabrahata kalaba karadola branda la banda la banda la sota la ba esola branda galaba hasa adula bahasa dia dalaba anta la bahasa dalaba haya ekoro barado selebehese eselegele behese lagado sata la ba adula balagadaba zantola bahasa etola balagalaba hasa. Adula balagala bahasula bahaya etele behesele behedele be shalagala balagala badosa ikula bahasani bahasaya akala bahadola bahandala bahasa kalabandala bandala dosa telebe randola bahasudala bahaya adula bahasala bahasala akula bahasutala baha Antala baha tula baha sa Intola baha sutala baha Akuala dala baha tuzala taha Adula bala gala dosita Azola bala dala dola sola taha Ikuala toli zapaya Adula barasa E kato zali bare zale Akula baha sata E tele baru sapeya Intola baha sutala bahaya Antala Bahasutala Bahaya Antola Balagala Bahasalaba Antala Balabalagala Bahasadalaba Atula Bahatula Baligala Pahase Antola Braniga Bahasalabala Antala Balabalagala Bahase Atula Bralagala Bahasa Atele Belegelebe Atula Bahasaya Intalua Sapaya Intola Barizolaya Atula Barizola Paya 
I see for an intervention. I pray for an intervention. Let your mighty power encounter my life. Intervene as my heart rises unto you. Touch me, Lord. Touch my matter. Touch my life. Adula Bareso. Antala Zulaya. Ekola Bahasaya. Antola Bahasaba. Akula Bahasilia. Adula Bahatalaba. Antala Galagalaba. Etola Bahadia. Etola Bahadia. Etola Bahadia. Adula Bahasa. Adula Baratala. Etola Baradulia. Etula Baraya. Adula Nalabata. Antaliaza. 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 Antola Bara. Antola Bara. Etola Behesele. Etegala Behese. Etala Bahaya. Antola Bahaya. Antala Behese. Antala Baha. Antala Badaba. Antala Bahaya. Entala Bahadia. Atula Bahasa. Atula Bahasa. Atula Bahasa. Atula Bahaya. Antola Lale. Antola Lale. Antola Lalaba. Antala Badaba. Antala Badaba. Antala Badaba. Antala Badaba. Antala Badaya. Atula Bahada. Atula Bahada. Atula Badia. Asadwanaba. Atala Bahasa. Atola Bahaya. Atola Bahaya. Atola Bahaya. Atola Bahaya. Atula. Atala Bahaya. Antala Baha. Antala Baha. Antala Baha. Atula Bahasa. Atula Bahaya. Atula Bahasa. Talabaha Talabahata and Talabaha Salaba and Talabahadia and Talabahasa Jesus Atula Baha Salabahata Akola Baha Salabahata Shagwalabata Shagwalabata Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.kpshousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 177 831 or 0204 916 168 or 0277 5323 Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, 9:30 and on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.